0: Hey, my name is Philip Craig. I'm the pastor here at Aria Church. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope this podcast empowers you. Hope it fuels your faith and hope it impacts your life. Enjoy the message. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here to, to share with you what God is, is doing uh, in my life. And uh, it, it's, just, it's just so, so, so good uh, to have the opportunity of being here and being able to speak and, and to pour out my heart to you of what God has d- done over a period of time uh, in my heart. So, does this come up? It's coming okay I'll, I'll I'll speak away here. You see, my name my name is, as you know, my name is Billy. I was a good boy, bad boy. Well, you see, I was a thief, a liar and a drunkard. How did that happen? Why did that happen? Because I made wrong decisions. I listened to the wrong voice. Instead of listening to the voice of God, which he spoke to me so often, I listened to the wrong voice. I listened to the devil. You see, true repentance says, I can't, I couldn't. The devil had me in a snare. I couldn't get out of it. But you see, true faith, True faith is Christ. Christ says, I can. And so, the Holy Spirit convicted me of my sin, and I heard about Jesus. And I repented of my sin, and I gave my heart to Jesus, and He came in, and He took away the, the, the lies and the, the thieving and that. You see, what I was doing, I was following the devil. The devil is a liar, He's a liar from the very beginning. He's a thief. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. And he had destroyed my life. Destroyed my family, my, my mom and dad. I, I, I broke my mother's heart. That's what the devil did. But you see, Jesus came in and he changed my life. He took away the desire of drink and, 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 and cigarettes and, and all that, and he changed my life. But you see, here's something that you need to know. We cannot live the Christian life on our own or by our own strength. And there's so many people are living that way. They've got a ticket to heaven. They've asked Jesus to forgive them. Their sins are forgiven. But uh, they just, they don't, they don't, they do it their way. And so here, here's a little uh, prayer that I was taught when I was young. <clears throat> at the end of the day, just kneel and pray. Thank you, Lord, for my work and play. I try to be good, for I know that I should. That's my prayer at the end of the day. You see, so many of us are in that place. I try to be good because I know God wants me to be good, but you can't do it on your own. You see, The the scripture says in Zechariah 4 and 6, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. If you haven't got the relationship of the Holy Spirit, then you have no power in your life. So it's the Holy Spirit. When I give my heart to Jesus, the Holy Spirit came to live with inside me. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside me. That's who I am now. So you've got to call, you've got to call upon the, on, on the Holy Spirit. You see, when you acknowledge the Holy Spirit, then you receive the fruit of the Spirit. Ah, oh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Love, the love of God. It's only quite recently that I realized that God loves me unconditionally. You see, I thought I had to do things. I I drove minibuses to bring the old people to church. I was in Sunday school. I did all these things, and I thought that that would make God love me more. No. Jesus loves me unconditionally. When I realized that love that he has for me, that even though I mess up, from, from day to day and do things uh, that, that, that aren't just what you would call Christian-like. You know, he comes and he says, it's okay, it's okay. Get up and keep going. I just want you to be, get up and become more like Jesus day by day. So, because of the love that he pours out on me, I can love my enemy. Wow, yes. Because when he pours that love into me, his love, his unconditional love, when that pours into me, I can then put that love out. And it doesn't matter what people will do to me, I can love everybody because God loves me. Yeah. Beautiful. Joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I can do all things through Christ. I have a joy. I have a peace. And then what about when you're in that row of traffic where are cutting up the roads and all that, and you're sitting in that. And you, you get a wee bit impatient, and you, you lose your self-control. God gives you all that, and he'll say, yeah, it's okay. Just, just be at peace with me. So the fruits of the Spirit, that's when you become, allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life, you've got all those. So this is who I am, and this is who you are in Christ, those attributes of the Holy Spirit, uh, the fruit of the Spirit, they're yours. And you see, when when we go on ahead here, it says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. We serve a God of the impossible. Isn't that amazing? Yep. You see, it says we can heal the sick. Now, I believe with all my heart, as the Holy Spirit works through me and I put my hand on someone, the power of the Holy Spirit goes right through me and that person will be healed. Now, it says, Raise the dead. That might be a wee bit more difficult. (laughs) But at the same time, it's not for God. If you can remember about the dry bones, prayed for the dry bones. And what came on them? Flesh came on them, blood and that, and the dry bones got up and walked. This is the God that we serve. We can do this. Uh, I went to Carl Bible College in Colorado. Andrew Womack has actually raised his wife, who was dead, and his son, and dozens of other people. So we can do it. We can do these things. Cure those with leprosy and cast out demons. God has equipped us to do all of this. This is who we are. So that's why he said, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. That's where the devil had me, for 35 years i was on my way to hell to burn in hell for eternity but the holy spirit had a different idea so the holy spirit came and convicted me of my sin and i repented and i gave my heart to god now look what he has given me look he can i can these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe I can do these things. I can cast out demons in the name of Jesus, and I can speak with new language a new tongue. God has given me I speak in tongues continually because it 's a heavenly language that God takes that those words that he puts in my mouth and he takes them to the throne of God. God knows what I need and all around me and what and all the rest, and he answers that and it 's a perfect prayer so When someone asks me to pray for them, I I, I speak in my heavenly language to God. And God then put drops then into my spirit what he wants me to do. So it's it's just fantastic. They will cast out demons in my name and they will speak in new tongues. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. If there's any of you sick here today, God's here. Holy Spirit's here. There are people here who can lay hands on you. You will be healed. So if you want later on after the service, there'll be people at the back there if you have an ailment that you want whatever it is, there will be prayer there for you. You see, Jesus came and he told his disciples, I have given all authority of heaven And on earth, we have been given all the authority. So God has given us authority over everything here pertaining to heaven and to earth. So it says, therefore, go and make disciples. Now, Jesus was speaking to his, his disciples. What is a disciple? Purely, these were 12 people who followed Jesus and he taught them. If you have given your heart to Jesus, and you love Jesus, and you're following him, you're a disciple. He says to you, go, make disciples. Every one of you, it's not just the pastor here or somebody else. It's you. If you love Jesus, know Jesus, and love him, it's up to you to go and do this. Go and make disciples of all nations. That could be Ireland, couldn't it? I think it could, yeah baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these disciples to obey the commands that I have given you. In other words, follow the example of Jesus. So this is, we should be, we should be like Jesus. We, And, and so many of us, you know, I know there are loads and loads of people who have tried to work a uh, and, and do things and, and believe, give their heart to Jesus, but then try to work it out themselves. I was 40 years like that, had no power in my life. And that's not, he, he, wants, to, he wants you to take these powers that he has, he wants you to use them and uh, allow him to be uh, everything in your life. Because you're living a lie, really. If you have no power in your life, then the devil is in control. If the Holy Spirit isn't number one, if Jesus isn't number one in your life, your life is, is mundane, it's useless. And you know why? There are so many people like that that have been lived like that, that the world looks at you and you says, well, if that's what Christianity is, I don't want anyone to do. It. So we need the power in our lives. We need to be true. We need to be, we need to be faithful to God and to give him everything. So he's saying here, teach the disciples to be like me and be sure of this. Oh, this is so good. I will be with you always. He'll never leave you. No matter where you go, he's with you, leading and guiding you. So I came to our eight, I think about 18 months or so ago. And uh, the church that I went to, the the marathon was running past and the church was closed, so I looked up and I saw R8, uh, and I came here, and you know, when the service was over, I knew that this is where God wanted me. So I want to thank you, Phil, for allowing me to be part of your their, their build-up here for your church. I thank you that I have been so blessed here, and I've been able to, to be a blessing as well. And that... I have come on so far uh, in here. Now, I'm a wee bit like Abram. Uh, Abraham. Abraham, uh, God says, I want you to leave your house where you are and I want you to move. And he was about 80 or so around that. So, I feel, you know, I have some things in common with him, you know. So, he said yes to God. So, I have said yes to God. I uh, will go my son and I wherever you want. You want us to go. We're saying go. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'll be doing. But I am on my way. I've my house up for sale and David and Sarah and Archie and Lucy and myself we are going on an adventure. A fun adventure with God. And it's just going to be so good. Uh, it's full of excitement. It's going to be great. So Phil, if you would like to come up, please. And perhaps Ian and Elizabeth, if you would... Liz, if you would come up, that would be great. So you could be here then. If you you go over to that side, you go in the middle then. Thank you very much. Hi. I'm on my journey. And you could look at me and say, well, I'm I'm... well, on in years. I'm on my own. I'm heading out on my own. But you see, I'm not. Because Philip here, he's representing, as it were, the Father. This is my Heavenly Father. He's representing my Heavenly Father, who he is. He's my daddy. He loves me so, so much. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Father. This. Ian is representing Jesus Christ, who died for me, who rose again. And I was able to give my heart to Jesus. And Jesus took all my sins away, and he changed my life. And he's with me, Holy Spirit's with me, and he's continually interceding on my behalf. Oh, what a privilege to know you, Brie. And Liz is representing the Holy Spirit. And it was the Holy Spirit that convicted me of my sin. And gave me the opportunity of being where I am today. And the Holy Spirit came and showed, showed that need and, and, and showed me Jesus and told me that if I went to Jesus that I could have my sins forgiven. These are the friends that I have got with me on my journey. Oh, hallelujah. And you know, I've got a guardian angel, and I have proved that guardian angel so often in my life. When I was when I was growing up, 17, 18, I can remember more weekends coming home. I didn't know how I got home, but when I wakened up on Saturday evening and went out to the car. Right up the whole side of the car was damaged. For I had met another car during, coming home from a dance, maybe three, four o'clock in the morning. I can't remember a thing about it, but God had his hand upon me. And has uh, been with me ever all the time, right up to now. And he, uh, the, my, that guardian angel will never leave me. Then there's a host. There's a host of angels that's with me as well. And you know, in heaven, there are people that are there. My wife, my, my father, and my mother, my brother, they're all there, and they're cheering me on. Come on, wee willy, come on and do it. You can do it. And so, you know, I, I, I dedicate my time here to, 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 my, to my mom, because when I give my heart to Jesus, then she said to me some great words of, of wisdom. She says, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. So I want to go out in a blaze of glory. I want God to be able, when I stand before him, that he'll say, well done, we will. So that's what I'm wanting. Uh, So, Anna, where are you? Good girl. Now, God has a plan for my life. And I'm walking into that plan that he has for me. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know what it is, but I know it's going to be good. He has a plan for your life as well. You see, Anna and this young man here have joined together and said yes to each other, but they've also said yes to God. 100% they have said, yes, whatever you want me to do, I'm willing to do it. Ian and Liz are exactly the same. (laughs) They They have given their lives over to each other and to God, and they have said, yes, I'll go wherever you want me. I'll do whatever you want me. And so God has a plan for your life, whether you're 18 or 80 or even 90, he'll still use you. So God is calling you on an adventure. He's saying to you, will you go? Will you go? You see, he's given all authority. All authority is yours. You can go and you can do the things that God has said. There's a hurting world out there that have no hope, that have nothing. You have got the answer to all their problems, every one of them, because the Holy Spirit lies inside you. You can set the sinners free. You can do it. depressed. There's a hurting world out there and God needs you. And he's depending on you to be able to allow him to come in and be his mouthpiece and to be the one who will lay hands on the sick, who will come alongside those that are depressed and sit and tell them the story of Jesus and how he can change their life. So, Will you serve Jesus? That's the question. That's what the Holy Spirit is speaking into each one of your hearts. Will you serve me? If you feel the Holy Spirit speaking to you and you want right now to give your heart to Jesus, I want you to come up to the front. I want you to come up to the front. I want you to say yes to Jesus. You can put your hand up somewhere in the dark and all that there. That's okay. But God's looking a willing heart. And he's wanting you to be that person. He wants you. He's speaking to your heart. Are you going to, are you going to sit in your seat and, and let the world go by with all the depression and all the rest of it? Or will you become the answer to the world? Have you got a heart for Jesus? Have you got a heart for the people that are out there that that have no hope? That are going to hell, just like I was. But you see, somebody came along and told me about a man that preached the gospel. And they came to the house and they brought me to the service And I give my heart to Jesus. And because of that person doing that, I'm here today. Now, I have given you the invitation, the Holy Spirit has spoke to you, pondered over in your heart, and if it's something that won't go away, so I want you to take a stand. If an old fellow like me can do it, could you not do it? Anyway, we'll leave that with you. Uh, <clears throat> so, thank you very much, Philip, for allowing me to speak and, and to have ha, what's in my heart to be able to pour out to the people. And I just pray that those watching online will be touched, that they'll see that God can save you no matter who you are or what you are. He can give you a hope and He can, he can give you a purpose in life. Amen. Amen. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. I hope it encouraged you. There's a few things I'd love you to do. I'd love you to subscribe to our YouTube, iTunes or Spotify account. This is so you can keep up with our most recent material and messages. If this ministry has impacted your life and you'd love to help us reach others, you can do that right now by going to ariachurch.org and giving now. Cannot wait to see you next week on the Aria Church podcast.